Welcome back to the Subconscious Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez. And as I promised you guys at the beginning of the year that I was going to have a co-host reveal towards the end of January. We have arrived at that time. So without further ado, my new co-host is going to be Evelyn Salazar. (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) If Evelyn sounds familiar to you guys, it's because she was on episode two of season one of the Self-Conscious Podcast. And I'm so excited to bring her on to the podcast. I think she's going to bring so much. I think she's going to bring a new perspective. I actually really like the way she thinks. So I feel like she's going to challenge me on this podcast. We may not always agree, but that doesn't mean we have to. So I'm interested to see how this is going to play out. But I think it's going to work out really well. And I'm excited for you guys to get to see more episodes with us. She will officially be on season two. And later on, we'll also have a trailer out where you'll hear the both of us. But I'm really excited to bring her on. How are you feeling, Evelyn? I'm feeling great. I think this is going to be so cool. I think this podcast is going to go places and we have a lot of really cool things coming up that we've already talked about. I'm excited for the listeners to get to know me, to get to know me and you together. And so I'm stoked. And this is also a special episode. It is the Q&A. So they're going to get to know both you and me a little bit better. Warm up to the idea of having two co-hosts. And also, in addition, guys... Well, this episode is technically coming out the day after my birthday, but it's a special episode because I wanted to do it with you guys in celebration of my birthday. I'm getting old here. We will have another <laughs> special episode when Evelyn comes, uh, when Evelyn's birthday comes out. I feel like it, we just have to. Special moments here. Yeah. All righty. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. On this episode, I have my new co-host, Evelyn Salazar, joining me. Again, she will officially be joining me on season two of the Self-Conscious Podcast. We are actually more than halfway through the season one of the Self-Conscious Podcast. We only have a few more episodes coming out before we wrap up season one. I'm excited for those episodes. But from here on out, uh, season two and going forward, I will have Evelyn by my side to join me on these episodes. And like she said, this is a chance for you guys to get to really know us, to see how our relationship is going to work. I think we just got to give some context though. So Evelyn and I used to be friends back when we were kids, like in elementary school. And then I moved schools. So moved schools and moved houses. So there was no reason for me to go to the boys and girls club. So our friendship just kind of paused. So this is going to be interesting bringing her in just because not only are we working as partners on this podcast, but we're also kind of rebuilding our friendship. You know, I feel like this is kind of not in a bad way, but it's a little bit weird how we were in each other's lives like over a decade ago and then disappeared literally. And then all of a sudden you just come back and now yeah, now we're partners on a podcast. Like, that's just crazy to me. But I think it's super cool. And I think the dynamic is really gonna, you know, as these episodes go on, our dynamic will really show through and it'll show us like how we've grown as individuals and how we collab with each other. But I mean, every time we've talked since we started rekindling our friendship and stuff, it's been really well, at least on my side. (laughs) I think it's been going really good. I don't know. Do I have any concerns? Just kidding. <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't have asked you to be my co-host. I know. That's what I thought to myself, too. I was like, uh. I was like, I think it went well. <laughs> I'm excited to see. I think I think it keeps the listen. I, well, I shouldn't say listeners anymore. I should just call them conchitas. I think it keeps the conchitas in suspense. It keeps them interested. It's going to be interesting because we knew each other as kids. We're getting to know each other as adults. And it's totally different. But I don't know. It's like new territory but familiar at the same time right and that's that's such a crazy concept to think about oh that's so cool I like it I like it a lot yes I'm excited I'm excited to see um I'm excited for the episodes that we're gonna have come out together I'm excited for the guests that we have the topics that we want to talk about but first before we get to all that before we start hyping these people up (laughs) let's get to the Q&A so they can get to know you and me a little bit better so we're just gonna read off these questions I'll go and then she'll go or I'll go and then Evelyn will go and we'll try to answer the questions as best and as honestly as we can so the first question is what is there what is your relationship status I'm in a relationship I yeah I'm in a relationship (laughs) with my boyfriend and I have I've had a lot of relationship experience under my belt we can talk about that more when we hit like a relationship episode but I used to be called the love doctor that was a thing (laughs) 
<laughs> but um but yeah that's my status right now I am single <laughs> I am not in a relationship I am open to dating I'm open to a relationship the funny thing is you hear that she's again we're dating yeah yeah we can talk about this on a dating episode but the reality is I've never been in an actual relationship just because oh wow yeah I've the idea of being in a relationship kind of scared me like really okay in love with somebody kind of scared me but that's because of unresolved issues that was because of trauma that I hadn't dealt with that was because I just didn't really love myself I mean we need to talk about this on a dating episode but I had this belief that I just didn't deserve to be loved or deserve to have somebody love me in that way being vulnerable with somebody just scared the fuck out of me so I just did not pursue a relationship like I would date and yeah I'd hook up whatnot but I just wouldn't take that extra leap of faith it scared me and that's totally normal it honestly dating and everything scares a lot of people and I can't wait to honestly get into this episode when we do but you know this is really cool because you guys asked all these questions on Instagram you know on the self-conscious Instagram and even though we're answering them we're answering your questions I am learning more about you at the same time you know oh that's true like I didn't know I didn't know that you've never been in a real relationship so this is really this is really cool we're answering the conchitas's questions but we're also learning like about each other I like it good job conchitas okay Stephanie so have you ever thought about someone else while having sex with your partner (laughs) um so again I don't have a partner (laughs) (laughs) but I have dreamt about somebody else while having sex with somebody else that has happened you've dreamt about it no like I I, no I really have thought about somebody else while having sex with somebody else and it's and when it happens it's either because like the sex isn't like that good so to like (laughs) give me that like yeah to give me like that kind of I don't know to get me there and that mindset I just picture stimulation yeah, I just picture it's somebody else that wow. had a good game. Brutal. Brutally honest. I love it. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to my, sorry to all my, I don't, I hope they're not hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening to this like, oh my God, is that me? Well, you know, I, I'm not going to say guys I've hooked up with or their names, but if you're listening to this, I can't specify who it is. And I can't specify who's the who are the men I sometimes think about while having sex with other men. So it's a mystery. Yeah, I'll keep that mystery. You know what? We're, we're gonna have to have a dating episode and re- like relationship sex episode because I feel like we could go in depth about these, these things. I could go in so depth about this stuff. Oh my god, it's not even funny. <laughs> what about you? Do you think about somebody else while having sex with your partner? In the past, I've been in a good amount of relationships and stuff. So in the past, I have. Yes, there has been a time. Okay, next question here. Have you ever been arrested? Oh my gosh, these questions are like, they really want to know the tea. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I guess I would say yes, I have. Um, I was... (laughs) You're like, what? I mean, I was handcuffed once, so... And yeah. Why? Oh my god. I was like young and dumb... It was in elementary school and me and my friends like stole some shit from a market and then we got caught and then we got handcuffed. So then we got a ticket. So I feel like yes, but you know, I wasn't put like in a cop car and like taken to jail or anything. Okay. It was like we got handcuffed and we had to wait there until like our parents showed up and stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. I have never been arrested, but a similar story. I did get caught stealing from a store. I was like around middle school. Also, like a lot of other shit was happening in my life. And like, supposedly, I feel like I need, I want to validate my reason for stealing. Yeah, that's why I feel like I'm like, I'm not a thief. I promise. Like, it was just like, uh, but like, there was just things happening in my life. And I think I just wanted attention. (laughs) uh, I read in an article that like stealing is like, um, like for people who steal a lot it's a coping mechanism like that's how they they just have to steal and they can't get out of it but it's because they want attention yeah and they're wanting to get caught 
and the act that they don't get caught is what kind of keeps their adrenaline going. I don't know, something along those lines. But anyways, that's a different, ep- that's probably for another episode too. But yes, we have not been arrested yet. Hopefully never, yeah. but yet. Yeah. <laughs> Who is someone you look up to? I feel like the most common answer is I look up to my parents because all the sacrifice and everything they've done for me and my siblings to get to where we are I look up to them because they put like the way that they carry um, they carry our family the way they care for me and my sisters and my my sibling my my, for Edsley um yeah I really look up to them as like as somebody like but on a like maybe career level or other level I really look up to Martin Luther King Jr. because he also put in a lot of work but he went about it more peacefully um, as opposed to other mm-hmm. um, other leaders but that's not to say that they didn't do their job as well I just think there's a reason why we celebrate Martin Luther King Jr. you know but I mean there's like other people I look up to too like Frida Kahlo and celebrity wise uh god there's some celebrities out there, but I also look up to Robert Downey Jr. Just because, oh. like, yeah, just because he got over, like, you know, he did have, like, a hard relationship with his dad and his drug addiction. Yeah. And, you know, he's come out of it and he's, like, been, like, a good father, a husband, director, producer. But anyways, like, it's also seen, like, the way that he had dug himself his own hole and the way he got out of it and showing like anything's possible like you can still come out of it like once you've reached the dark end you can always come I don't know once you've hit rock bottom you can always go back to the top and you can come back stronger than ever so I think you know I still look up to him that's me though what about you honestly this question is really hard for me because yeah there are uh not political (laughs) there are um there are historical figures that I obviously look up to, like Martin Luther King Jr., you know? So there are people in history that I obviously look up to and, like, I admire their hard work, their ethic, things that they did to change to change life for everyone. Um, but I don't, I don't think I have a solid answer for someone I look up to. I think it used to be my parents, but as I've grown older, I've realized that my parents are also human beings that make mistakes and that are just like me, just a few years older or, you know, older in a little bit. And so I don't know if I really have anyone that I really look up to. So that question's like kind of interesting for me. I don't want to sound vain, but I also kind of look up to myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think looking up to yourself and people around you, like, I don't have one person I, I guess I could really look up to, but there, I have people in my life that I look at and I'm like, wow, I want to be more like that. You know, I want to be more kind like them. I want to be more intellectual like them, more comforting like them. And so I, I look up to a lot of people around me, but I don't know. It's not really like a looking up. It's like a looking linear on how to grow. Does that make sense? I like that. I like that. Yeah, I can see that. All righty. What Zodiac signs are you? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So let me just start by saying you guys, something about me is that I love astrology. Okay. I love astrology. Like right now I'm just, okay. Anyways. Um, oh, she has an account. She has a little business that's related to astrology called astrology on Instagram. If you want to check it out, little shout out. Yeah. I was just staring. I'm sitting in my office right now and I'm like looking around at my walls and they're all filled with astrology stuff and like things I've made. So anyway, to answer your question, uh, I'm a Gemini. Now, if I want to go in a little bit deeper for you astrology folks out there that know what I'm talking about, I am a Gemini sun, a Taurus moon and a Leo rising. Those are my three. What about you, Stephanie? Because this episode is coming out on the day after my birthday, I feel like that's a dead giveaway. I am an Aquarius. <laughs> I am so an Aquarius, but I did look into it because I was curious. I, my moon is Aries and my rising is Sagittarius. I, I think we're going to do, uh, we, we have to, we have to do like an astrology zodiac related episode sometime in the future. And I'm really excited Maybe, about that one. Given how these episodes are going to like be lined up given per season, it might be season three, which is around fall. And like, I feel like it'll make sense with like the fall weather, spooky season, I'm looking you know what yes magical 
Yeah, you know what? We're, we're putting it in the calendar. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm stoked on that. But yeah, honestly, you'll start to probably see, you'll hear and see probably more astrology related things kind of flow into this podcast because <laughs> I'll probably <laughs> bring it up. <laughs> what did Stephanie study in school? I doubled majored in political science and criminology and I double minored in Spanish and theater. Do they all go together? Not really and kind of yes at the same time. Should I have done all four of those? No. If I could do a do-over, I would have only done criminology, maybe just minored in political science and minored in Spanish, but I wouldn't have added theater to it. Political science is hard. Criminology was, I don't know. I love my criminology major. I feel like that one was so much easier, but that's just me in school. Feel free to do whatever it is you want to do. School isn't for everybody though, and that's totally okay. But yeah, I'm graduated. Next steps are law school. Uh, maybe. I don't know yet. You know, I'm trying to figure out what my next Woo! steps are. Thank you. What about you? Did you go to college? So yeah, I'm going to school right now and I'm majoring in communications and public relations and then minoring in sociology. So that's what I'm doing right now. Oh my God, guys, we were both little smarty pants. What ethnicity are you? If you guys tuned into last week's episode, I think it kind of, it was a dead giveaway because it was about Mexican influence. So I am Mexican. (laughs) That is my ethnicity. But I was born here in the States, so I'm Mexican-American. Yeah, I am Guatemalan, but I was born in California and grew up in Utah. So Guatemalan-American. <laughs> a Chapina. Really? I didn't know, dude. Never really? You didn't know I was Guatemalan? No, but I didn't think you were Mexican either. <laughs> what did you think I was? <laughs> I don't know. Salvadorian? Okay. You know, I could see that. A Salvi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Nope. Guatemalan. So how old are you? How old are we? I guess this is what they ask. The day after my birthday, I am officially 25. That's crazy. Oh I'm officially in my mid-20s. So uh, right now I'm 24, but I turned 25 this year, which which is crazy because it's a quarter of a century, you know, so probably have a quarter life crisis happening pretty soon. I feel like I already had mine because I'm like kind of not afraid. My auntie told me I was supposed to be very lucky this year because I turned 20. I turned 25 on the 25th. And a quarter of a century is 25. So it's supposed to be three 25s. I'm supposed to be super lucky. We'll see. <laughs> I hope. Right. But yes, I'm not, I don't think, I think I've had my crisis previous years that I'm not really scared of what's to come this year or what's going to happen. Yeah. So any word on your brother, how can one get involved in regards to okay. planning is, I, you know, again, unfortunately we don't have any word on the whereabouts of is where they are if they're okay or not we don't know yet we're still trying to figure that out like i mentioned in season one episode six we're hoping to have a conference slash fundraiser sometime this year to raise money so we can hire a pi to look for is and hopefully get the ball rolling since the salt lake pd really aren't doing their job and the case is kind of it's kind of it's kind of died down if you want to get involved, you can check out the Instagram page that's meant for is at find is now. And there I'll have a link to all the articles, everything in regards to is we haven't posted anything in a while. And that's just because we had to deal with the police and we needed to be careful we were, of what we were going to say or do. But, you know, I think we, we're kind of starting to form an idea of what it is that we want to do. Um, in regards to that, we may later on as it gets warmer, maybe in late spring, hopefully we find us by then. But if we don't, we're thinking about canvassing Salt Lake City again or in canvassing where is went missing, which was up in North Ogden Canyon, checking out those trails once again. So you guys are more than welcome to help with that. There will be a sign up sheet that I will create and add to that link as the time gets closer to do so but thank you so much for asking it means a lot to me and my family that people care and want to help us find it thank you what are your guys' side hobbies besides doing a podcast (laughs) (laughs) i like doing outdoor stuff i really like paddle boarding i love checking out new, new trail hikes i love traveling i don't know if that's a hobby but i love traveling and I haven't traveled as much as I wanted to mm-hmm. just because school has been in the way, but I'm hoping to do so now. And I also really like reading. So I'm excited to read all the books I've been putting to the side because, you know, I haven't been able to have fun reads because school again. So 
but I'm excited to read everything I've been wanting to read. You know, I'm also not a singer, so I'm also taking singing lessons so to see if maybe that can help. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Because wow. I, I, yeah, I love karaoke now, but I just don't have the right voice for it. <laughs> I'm not the best. Dude, I feel that so hard. <laughs> I feel that so hard. I love singing, but yeah, and I, I don't think I'm terrible, but I'm definitely not. Like I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. What about you? What are your side hobbies? Okay, so I have a lot of side hobbies. Being a Gemini, we want to do everything. And so I am a photographer. I have a photography business too and a videographer. I make a lot of content for TikTok. I love making short films, little one-minute stories. I have a side business, you know, my astrology business. So that's like all hobbies. I love traveling too. I I have traveled a good amount and every year I plan a really big trip out of the country. So this year I'm headed to Paris and London. Um, I was supposed to be there for New Year's, but you know, COVID lockdown, all that happened. So hopefully later in the year, things clear up, the vaccine works, you know, and I can start traveling again. I like to just explore like my my city. I love just to go like downtown Salt Lake and just find new little coffee shops, new little restaurants to try. I love food, guys. So I love going um, to new restaurants and trying food. <laughs> I do a lot of stuff. Like I read a lot. I'm starting to read again. Um, Book Talk. If you guys don't know about Book Talk, it's a great place on TikTok where they <laughs> give you all these new recommendations. I just I'm all over the place. Honestly, I do a little bit of everything. I feel like. What's your favorite movie slash book? Answering anything of like, what's your favorite blank is really hard for me because I'm such an indecisive person on some things. I just like, like so many things. So it's kind of hard for me to like solidify and be like, this is my favorite this, you know? So I always say I have like one of my favorite movies, you know, or one of my favorite books. I love the Harry Potter movies. I love the Maze Runner series. I love... The Back to the Future trilogy. Oh my I god! Just love yes, <laughs> <laughs> like you. I feel like you can't. I can't pick one because there's too many. But yeah, I also love the Harry Potter movies and Back to the Future. I love sci-fi. I think in general, I love Star Wars. I like I like the Star Wars, but maybe the ones from like 1977 to 1983. The original ones. The original ones because episodes one, two, and three. They're okay, but they're not, like, my favorite. And then the latest ones, mm, nah, I don't like him. But that that's a okay. whole other argument. I'm not going to lie. I also like Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley. It's a favorite for a reason. Oh, my God. I also really like McFarlane USA. If you know, you know. I also really like the Zorro movies, you know? Dude, the Zorro Van- movies? With Antonio oh, Banderas? Yeah. Oh, Dude, the Zorro movies are so good. My crush on him. I haven't seen in a really long time. And then, like, book-wise, like, The Count of Monte Cristo. I also like Crime and Punishment. I love mystery books. I love the Sherlock Holmes series. Yes. Uh, there's just... Yeah, you, I can't pick one, guys. Like, there's just so many out there. We can have Dude. another... There will be another Q&A episode, but... Yeah, there's so many. The, yeah, there's that's good. There's an, the amount of movies and books in the world are just insane. So, what song describes your life? I don't have a song that describes my life. I haven't found one, but I do have a song that I always listen to. It's my go-to song. I don't know why I love it so much, and you guys cannot judge me for it. But I really like the song "Secrets" by One oh gosh. It's my go-to song. Like it. It, I, I go to it every song. single time. I love it too. I don't have a song that describes my life, but I do have a playlist on my phone that I titled the soundtrack to my movie. And I look at life as a movie. And so I have a specific playlist on my phone when I hear a song that literally touches me like spiritual, it's like a spiritual experience, or it just moves me in some way. And I'm like, this would be such a good movie song for my life. Like if something's happening, I add it to that playlist. So I have a playlist for the soundtrack to my movie. So yeah, that's cute. Maybe, maybe we'll share our Spotify playlists one day and stuff. Oh my God. I love that. 
that's funny you think your life you see life yeah, as a movie cool. i think i see my life as like a tv show so many unexplainable shit happens season 24 was very interesting god damn dude I, I i get that i see so i see it as a movie but there are some things in life that i see as seasons like a tv show like my job like i've been at my job for um like five years and I see seasons of my job because there's been different people that have quit and left and new hires that have come on. And so different people I associate with different seasons of the work place, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. My life is not a movie. It's definitely a TV show, but there are moments where it's like a movie. That's okay. Moving on. (laughs) What's something you did as a kid you still do now? (laughs) Laugh at like this dumbest shit. Like, stuff that I probably shouldn't be laughing at like I laugh about it like it's so stupid guys like somebody will say like duty twice and I'm like (laughs) you said duty twice (laughs) oh my gosh that's the Aquarius Uh in you (laughs) but uh I feel like that's one of them I don't know if I do anything different I feel like I guess the best way to answer that is I guess I'm still a child at heart all right okay I figured it out guys I loved Disney as a kid and I love Disney now that has not changed my fascination with going to you're one of those Disney adults Disneyland okay but I'm not like extreme I'm not extreme there's like those <laughs> Disney adults that are like extreme I'm not that. you know what I'm talking about I know what you're talking about I'm not them they're they're a different breed I feel like the reason I love Disney so much is like you know my parents were working class and they would work a lot of hours and all that but we would always have a movie night we would always watch a Disney movie and it was always such a good time so that's I cute still, yeah I still love Disney as an adult I love Disney as a kid I still have like that little kid gleam in my eyes whenever I go to Disney World or Disneyland. Again, back to the beginning, I still like to think I'm a child at heart, keep that playful spirit around. Literally, that's probably one of the most prominent traits of an Aquarius is that they're children at heart still. Like you can just see it. So it just fits you 100%. Um, (laughs) For me, something I did as a kid and I still do now is I would go to bed every single night with a cup of ice next to my bed. And I would eat ice going to sleep. So I love ice. I know people are like, oh, it's bad for your teeth and stuff. But I'm sorry. I just can't help it. I love chewing on ice. It's one of my favorite snacks. If I just want a snack, I'll just go get a cup of ice and eat it. And still falling asleep, I just still have ice next to my bed and and just eat ice. <laughs> I didn't know ice could be a snack. Yeah, dude. Ice is like, <laughs> and there's good ice. Like if you, if you, if you know and if you are someone that likes ice in your drinks and stuff, um, you know, there's a difference between like bad ice and good ice. Like there's some places that have like Cafe Rio has the good ice. And I don't know if this makes any sense to you, but no, but you know, if it makes sense to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I bet you it's going to make sense to some people listening to this. <laughs> I just remembered, you know what else I do that I still did as a kid? I dunk my little Oreo cookie or my chocolate chip cookie in my milk. I never did that. So wow. I'm shocked. I always hated it when like little chunks fell into the milk. And so yeah. Moving on. Because we have a lot more questions to get through. What's an embarrassing story or stories you could share? Oh my gosh. I feel like we could have a whole whole podcast episode on this. Yeah, we'll have a whole podcast, but like a short one. Short embarrassing story. I guess my go-to one is I was in middle school and I was walking down the stairs from the second floor to the first floor and these kids on the first or on the second floor were like arguing and having like kind of a fight and one of the kids pushed the others and when he pushed him he kind of like leaned against the railing and his binder fell out of his hands and flew over the stairs and I was walking down the stairs and the binder hit me on the top of my head <laughs> and I fell down the stairs because a binder <laughs> came out of nowhere so that was really embarrassing because I was just like it was such a cartoon moment where I was like did that really just happen you know what about you also in high school I was with my I was with my best friend Vanny at the time and we had had it was like a potluck for our French class and I had brought I don't remember what I brought but it was like a big ass <laughs> I think I brought flan and anyways and at the time I didn't have a car so we would take the tracks down to like gateway and we'd spend the day there till our parents picked us up we were walking towards the tracks and I don't know what happened like I just remember I turned around and I told her like because she was walking so slow 
but again, like Vanny compared to me is like short, and she's carrying mm-hmm. this huge ass pot. <laughs> so like it was just funny to look at, and I was like, Vanny, hurry up, hurry up, we're gonna miss the tracks. I don't know what happened. I turned it out for a second. All I know is that I all of a sudden I'm like, I see the ground, I'm rolling, I'm like cartwheeling. <laughs> Like when I land, I'm on the other side of the street, literally like on my ass. And like my backpack was also heavy because like we had we had like huge amounts of homework. So my books, I think, saved my fall. But you could hear the books drop and the flan was like landed on my hand. So like it flew up and somehow I caught it in my hand and (laughs) and Manny came running to me. She's like, are you okay? Are you okay, girl? Everybody saw because it, it, it was at an intersection. So all the lights were red. Everybody saw that display. And this lady saw me when she landed and she didn't even bother to ask me if I was okay or anything. She had the most straight face and looked at me and then looked away. And I couldn't help but laugh. Well, we hella missed the tracks train, by the way. We missed it, but we couldn't help but laugh. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh my God, did that just happen? And and Vanny was like, you just freaking cartwheeled across the street. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> it took me a while to come back to that intersection. I don't know who's going to remember that shit, but I remembered it. She remembers it, but oh my God, it was definitely like a cartoon moment. A que hora sales por el pan? That's not really a question. What that means is, Evelyn, do you speak Spanish, by the way? <laughs> She's like, oh, wait, I have my own question from this. Um, so I am like 75% fluent in Spanish is what I tell myself. So it was my first language, but then I lost it when I went to school and I got really good at English. And then I took Spanish from seventh through 12th grade. So I can speak it, write it and read it. And I can understand it very, very well. But when I speak it, I will not always conjugate correctly. So it'll, it'll sound funny. And um, I've been in like Spanish speaking countries before where I've, you know, tried to speak Spanish to talk to the locals and stuff. And they're always nice about it. They always like laugh because they know that your Spanish is a little broken, but they understand what I'm trying to say. And so I can communicate with it, but it's not going to be, it's not going to be a hundred percent correct. I'm going to say some funny stuff. Okay. Okay. Just asking. I think she's referring to what time do I go out to go get the conchas? I do not go get conchas before every episode. <laughs> I would be very fat if I did get conchas before every episode because they're just that damn good. I haven't had concha in forever. Dude, you're like going to be a co-host on the Self-Conchas podcast. And you've I know. Had- we need to fix well, that. I've had it before. I just haven't had it in a really long time. We're going yeah, to need to fix it. What do you think of Mexican Trump supporters? I also discussed this in the previous episode with Lorena. And we talked about how we don't accept uh, Latino Trump supporters. I don't represent all Mexicans and I do not speak for all Mexicans, but I feel I can speak though for the Mexican listeners on my podcast. (laughs) I guess I don't agree with them and I don't like them. And the reason is because no offense, Trump doesn't like your ass either. And maybe they're light-skinned Mexicans or they're dark-skinned Mexicans. It doesn't really matter what spectrum of that color scale they are, but you're accepting a man who hates you, a man who doesn't see you as another human being, a man who sees you as a problem in this country. I don't know how you would support him. And if you do, then there's something, I believe in my, in my opinion, there's something mentally wrong with you. And you're trying to desperately fit in a society that just won't accept you. It was always odd to me to see Latino Trump supporters because of just, you know, everything that's kind of been said about them from his mouth. And Mm -hmm. um, like you said, it's kind of like degrading, but I also try not to even look at it as I try not to separate it from race. I try not to look at it as like, oh, they're a Mexican Trump supporter or a Latino Trump supporter. I just kind of look at them as Trump supporters, like anyone who's In 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 general, I try to look at that. And I'm just like, my personal opinion is like, obviously I don't agree with them. And we're not on the same level. The people that support him, I am honestly just like kind of dumbfounded by it. I'm like, why? I agree with Evelyn. Trump supporters, Mexican Trump supporters, we just don't understand you. I think that's the conclusion we've come to. We don't understand you. What's a place you've always wanted to travel to? I've always wanted to go to Egypt. 
I really want to go to the Egypt. The Egyptians fascinate me so much, the pyramids. And, you know, they were really in tune with astrology and the stars and the charts and all of that. And so, I mean, I want to travel the world, but that's one place I really, really want to go to. And Japan, Tokyo, Japan, because, you know, futuristic stuff and they're just they're yeah. just different worlds than what we live in like you i definitely want to travel the world and see everything and anything i also want to check out tokyo japan oh the food the aesthetic the museums oh it just looks amazing yeah i just want to go see everything you know are you as put together as you come across yeah stephanie are you as put together as you come across no (laughs) no there's things i'm still figuring out about myself and things i want to do i'm not as put together as i come across at the end of the day i'm human i struggle i go through my ups and downs i just try to take it one day at a time put my best foot forward some days i'm good some days i'm not i think that's a lot of people when in life have you felt most alone probably one of the most times i felt the most alone was it was in 2012 i was in high school and I had just lost my two best friends. We were best friends for like seven years. There was just like a falling out, like a really big dramatic falling out. And these were like the people that I was with all the time, you know, that like knew me the best and we were together after school all the time. And then they just kind of cut me out of their life, something to do with like their relationships and stuff. And we could have, we could talk about this when we talk about relationships. But after that, I was, I felt, like I didn't belong anywhere at school. I felt like I didn't have friends. I mean, I did have friends, but like my two best friends were my world and I didn't have them anymore. So I literally just felt the most lonely I had ever been. And like, I couldn't talk to anybody about it. For me, and this is actually going to be in an upcoming episode about childhood trauma, but the most I felt alone was probably during middle school, sixth grade, my best friend from public school died her name was emily cano and then the following year my younger sister was in a car accident i was involved in that car accident so again it's going to be in an upcoming episode about childhood trauma and i'll go more into detail about it but i think that was the time where i felt really alone like you know the person i had was gone i didn't have anybody in my corner when my sister's car accident happened there was just like overwhelming amount of guilt and self-deprecation i think that was probably one of the moments i felt the most loneliest in my life and of course, you know, I've come out of it, but that that was a hard time. Like I said, I'll be in an upcoming episode and I'll talk more about it. But that's the one I can remember the most for sure. But I've had more of more of those moments for sure. What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? People assume that I'm bitchy or stone cold and I do not care. First glance wise, you know, I think the misunderstanding is that I don't know you and I'm very picky about who I want to get to know. What yeah. about you? This more happened more so in the past. So I feel like I am very active on social media and stuff. And I really put my life out there. And a lot of times people have told me like, oh, you know, you live such a great life or like you're always happy all the time and you're always positive. And and that's not the case at all. And I started to kind of be more true on social media, like showing like when I would have breakdowns or, you know, when I would when I was sad or just started showing like other emotions on the platforms other than just being happy all the time. That's why it's kind of died down. Well, I feel like people misunderstand me, but still to a point, I feel like a lot of people think that I'm just like this really positive person all the time. And it's not the case, you know, like I have my own troubles and battles and demons too, that I deal with on a daily. And it's just a mindset that you have to continuously work on. What inspires you? I get inspiration from everything. I get inspiration from life, colors, sounds, my senses, just like the smallest things. I don't know. I think there's inspiration all around us and you have to kind of open your eyes to see it. Like you said, like you can find inspiration anywhere and everywhere. You you can find it in people. You can find it in the books you read and the movies you watch and the dreams you have. I don't know. Like there's just, you can find inspiration anywhere. Honestly, like when I feel like when I'm having my big moments of inspiration, I'm usually by myself. I love stargazing. I feel like that's when I'm feeling like really inspired or like just in awe. How has your life been different than what you'd imagined? I feel again, like I talked about this in season one, episode one. You know, when I was a kid, I thought I'd be married by now. have a full-time job. Probably have a kid. It's been different because I just haven't pictured all the hurdles that were going to come my way. I didn't picture my sibling disappearing. I didn't picture... You never uh, can. Yeah, I didn't picture a global pandemic. 
I didn't picture any of that. I didn't picture what was going to, I just didn't picture it. So yeah, my life is a little bit different than what I imagined it was going to be, but I think, but I don't know, I wouldn't change anything that's happened because it's helped me grow and it's, it's helped me become who I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm just, I feel like if not for those struggles and not for those challenges, I wouldn't be the person I am today. As cliche as that sounds, like even though I'm, my life isn't the way I thought it was going to be, as myself, as the person that I am, I feel like I'm so much better than I thought I, I could ever be. That's good. That's super good that you think like that. It's basically the same thing you said. You know, I imagined my life that by this age, I'd probably already have kids and already would be married and completely settled down and have, you know, have a good job that I love. And and it's not all of that isn't the case, you know? And so I don't think you could ever really, like you can plan for your life in a way, but there's always going to be things that come come up that will change like the course of the path that you're on no one's life is ever exactly how they imagined you might have moments where like you exactly imagine this moment it's exactly how you imagine it to be but definitely not your life in general do you have any regrets I think everyone has regrets. That's a really good question too, because you could go so deep into that one. I have a lot of regrets, things to do with friendships, relationships, moments in my life that I I feel like I should have taken another course, but I don't let them affect me too much. I just try to learn from them. I'm a believer that everything happens for a reason. So I don't like the idea of having any regrets. Because everything's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen. But I mean, like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're human. So we question ourselves, we doubt ourselves. And there's moments where we like look back and like, yeah, I should have done this instead of that. But again, like, I I feel like everything happens for a reason. Like you, there's regrets that I have in regards to friendships. And maybe sometimes the way I acted with my parents. Sometimes maybe the way I took school seriously or not. There's definitely those regrets. But if I do that, then I'm stuck living in the past. And then I'm not living in the moment. And it doesn't do me any good thinking back. So it's like, okay, it happened. How do I move forward from here? What else can I do? What's my next step? Yeah. So I feel like that's how how do you go. grow from this? Exactly. What is something you would tell your younger self? Well, my, my younger self was, you know, going through a lot. I think my younger self was hurting and was alone and misunderstood and just needed to be loved. Like she was love, you know, I had my family and friends, but not in the way that she needed to be. So if I could talk to my younger self, I would tell her that she's a strong woman, that she's incredibly brave and courageous and smart and beautiful and that life is hard and that it's not going to get any easier. There's still going to be moments of pain, moments of anger with the world and with ourselves. We've gone through so much, but you'll get out of it because that's just who you are. You're that person. You're your own superhero. You didn't need a knight in shining armor. It was always you. Yeah. I would just tell you my younger self that, you know, things will be okay and that and to treat yourself kind, like be kind to yourself because I used to be so mean to myself to remember that your feelings are validated and that your emotions matter too and that what you feel and believe is important too, just as much as anyone else's and to not don't always put other people before yourself there's some people in life that don't deserve that and just all those things you're beautiful you're strong you're smart you're creative you're gonna grow up and you're gonna do really cool things and you have the ability and the power to do whatever you want to do and the last question how would you like to be remembered for my friends my family people close to me i would love to be remembered as as kind as giving and loyal and honest i would just like to be remembered as being creative and adventurous and someone that you have fun with you know someone that brought light to a room for me i don't know like i feel like it's hard to think about it because i feel like i haven't done everything i wanted to do yet so tbd you know i don't know yet like i have an idea but i'm still getting to know myself as well and I feel like once I really get to know myself, maybe I'll know how it is that I want to be remembered. I like that. Okay, so these next few questions are podcast related. Who is the dream guest you would like to have on the podcast? I have several. Well, I have my top two. I would love to have AOC, okay. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I would love to have her on this podcast. If she came on here. I would die happy the next day. Like, it's fine. I could die. Or Chris Evans. 
the secret love of my life. He doesn't know, but I know. But I would love to have him on this podcast. Proposed marriage. I don't know. <laughs> Not even marriage. Just like proposed to be his like living girlfriend. I don't care. But uh, anyways, those are my top two. What about you? I mean, my first thought went to Harry Styles. <laughs> oh my why. God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like that would yes. be so epic, you know? Oh my God. Like, there's a bunch of musicians that I would love on the podcast. There's a bunch of people in the filmmaking industry I would love on the podcast. Honestly, gonna- that's one thing I'm really excited for is like to see where we go with this and like who who joins who joins us we're gonna manifest this are you going to spread out the podcast on other platforms other than instagram and twitter evelyn and i actually were talking about this the other day she has suggested that we also spread it onto youtube because some people like to watch podcasts episodes i was not aware i feel like we're figuring it (laughs) out so yes but we need time to get there what made you start your podcast? I put out the podcast around November of 2020. As you all know, again, season one, episode six for context. But yeah, it, it was an idea. It was a thought. It had been in the back of my head for a while. And then when with everything that went down in 2020, I just needed something to have a hold of. Like that was mine. And, uh, and so the podcast Self-Conscious was born. How did you come up with the name? I was telling Evelyn this too. It was in a dream. I was at my grandma's house and she was giving me conchas. And conchas are sweet bread, for those who don't know. And one of my other grandma was making some hot chocolate, chocolate de abuelita. I was eating and I remember my grandma comes up to me and she's like, mija, come más. Like eat more. And I was like, no, grandma, I don't want to get fat. And she's like, oh, mija, don't be so self-conchas. And I was like, what? And she's like, I said, don't be so self-conscious. And I was like, no, no, I swear to God, you said self-conscious. And she's like, oh, no, but that was cute. And then I remember, I was like, this is important. I got to remember this. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, and I wrote it down and I was like, self-conscious, why is this important? And then I was like, because that's the name of my podcast. It came to me in a dream. That's so cute. I love that. Why did you choose to have a co-host? What made you choose them? Well, statistically, having two co-hosts on a podcast is more successful. At the time, there was only so many guests I could bring onto the podcast. Not everybody's always available to be on your podcast. So at some point, you know, I didn't just want to talk by myself. I like to be challenged. I like to have a different point of view. And when I had my episode with Evelyn, I actually really enjoy the way she thinks and the way she talks and the way she sees the world. And I thought it would be such an interesting dynamic it would be an interesting element to bring her onto the podcast and see where else it could go especially because I don't think we do not it's not like we do not get along it's just weird because that's the weird thing like we haven't seen each other in forever we're coming back to we're seeing each other again in our 20s and it's almost like nothing's really changed but a lot has changed so it's yeah weird I don't know how to explain it but I just overall I just feel like she's a good fit and the conchitas are asking you Evelyn why did you decide to join the podcast? I had actually been thinking about starting my own podcast too. I just hadn't gotten to that point of, I guess, taking the action yet. Then out of the blue, it was so weird because I was actually thinking about it. And then Stephanie reaches out to me to be on an episode. And I was like, whoa, hey, that's so cool. And if I already think about doing my own podcast, like might as well get some experience and like be on an episode and see how it goes and see if I like it. And we did the episode and it was a lot of fun. Uh, Like Stephanie said, I feel like we both, not that I thought that we weren't going to get along, but I was very surprised how well we picked, especially after all these years of being complete strangers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Our dynamic was, it just, it just worked really well. And so she then, after the episode ended, Stephanie and I actually stayed on our call for like another two hours, dude. Do you realize that? Like, no, we on... track. <laughs> oh, dude, we were as a total, it was like almost four hours. And I was like, mind blown because I was like, I haven't like done or talked to this a person like this in a long time. Anyways, she brought up the idea of a co-host because I actually ta- started telling her that I was thinking about doing a podcast. And she was like, well, you know, two people on a podcast do better than one. And I was like, okay. And so she kind of like threw the offer up there and I thought about it for a, a while and then was like, yeah, I really think that this would be a good idea. I love that. It's just 
that you're like organized. You're so organized, guys. Like, yeah, you maybe you're not organized all the time. Like you said, you're not so put together all the time, but you are. You do come across as just so put together. And Aww. I was like, it would be nice to have help to do this. So I decided to join. I really, I like that we're both Latinas. I like we're both in the same generation. So we have similar thoughts, but also like you said, challenging thoughts were we think differently too but it works in the dynamic that's why i decided to join and i'm super super excited about all of it so they're asking how did you meet your co-host did you know them prior to we literally just answered that yes we knew each other in yeah when we were kids in elementary school and then again our friendship paused i didn't i don't want to say it ended it just paused and i saw your tiktok video and then i reached out to you we somehow still remained friends on Facebook and Instagram. Also, not gonna lie, I was a little scared to like ask you because, like, you know, we haven't talked in forever. And you know, if she if she messages me back, she messages me back. If she doesn't, she doesn't. But thank goodness she did. And now here we are, my new co-host. Yeah, we we met at the Boys and Girls Club, guys. I feel like we've never actually said that too. It wasn't like elementary school; it was the Boys no, and Girls no, Club. No, we we did. We mentioned it in season. Oh, one did we? Too. We talked about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Well, it's funny how life works out. Will you have merch for the podcast soon? Yes. It's in the works. Evelyn and I were actually talking about this also the other day. We were thinking about maybe having something out in the summer and then maybe dropping something else during the holiday season. So we yeah, have t yeah. shirts, little t shirts with the self conscious logo. We are also having coffee mugs, stickers. There'll be more to come. As the time gets closer, we'll, we'll announce it on the podcast. What are your goals with the podcast? I want this podcast to make people feel like they have a community and they have somewhere to go to and somebody who understands them. But I also want this podcast to grow exponentially. I want it to, you know, have massive amount of listeners. And I want it to resonate with people. That's really what I want with this podcast. Like I want it to resonate with people, but I also really want it to be so much more successful than it already is. What are your goals with this podcast now that you're an official member of the team? Woo! I know. I feel like you wrapped it up really nicely. I really want this podcast to resonate with people and I want them to kind of find inspiration and it's how we were talking about inspiration to inspire them to do you know, on the different topics that we talk about, when we're going to, we have a broad spectrum of things that we're going to touch on and maybe to not feel so lonely and feel like there are people out there who are like relatable and who experience like some of the same things that they may be experiencing. And we can hopefully talk through, you know, with each other and with guests and with those, with the Conchitas on Instagram and social media and stuff and all kind of like grow in certain ways together. I think that would be really cool. How do you decide on your themes slash guests for the week? The guests were people who thankfully were like, most of them were friends who thankfully were willing to do this. And then other guests that we have coming on is through networking and also been able to come on and do this podcast. The theme depends on whatever that guest strengths are. There's things that I don't know as well as other people may know. So to have somebody that has a leader in their field or a leader in what they're talking about, I feel like that's what helps determine the theme of the podcast or of that episode and we have so many other amazing guests coming on for season two and season three you know for however long this podcast lasts you know thank to thank you to them if you would like to be part if you would like to be a guest on the podcast you can always dm us on instagram or twitter we would love to discuss having you on here it's an open invitation the theme i feel like is in the title of the podcast self-conscious like what are we self-conscious about what are we not talking about So that's really, I guess, what the theme is. What advice can you give other podcasters who are just starting out or people who are thinking of starting a podcast slash side project? Not going to lie. It's a lot of work, but it's work because you care about it. And it's going to be hard probably the first few episodes. I mean, I'm still in season one and it's still been kind of hard. We're still figuring out things from time to time. Like we're still figuring out the audio. We're figuring out like how to meet up, what the theme is going to be. So there's things, everything has been like trial and error. And I think that's what it is. You just got to accept the trial and error, learn from it and move on. My advice is like, what is it that you want to do with your podcast? Why are you starting it in the first place? What do you want? What are you hoping to accomplish with it? You know, the same questions we were kind of asked. So I think that whenever you're starting a side project that you should just go for it. Like just start it, just do it. It's a good thing to have some type of like guideline outline to help you, but you don't need to have everything. Like the more you just 
dive yourself into something, you'll start learning as you go and you'll make mistakes and you'll learn from them. And I just think it's something that you just have to just have to start, you know, it's the same thing as if you're thinking about starting a small business, we can have a whole episode on that because I have my own small business. And it was something that you're not going to have everything and know everything right off the bat, right when you're starting. So just just start. Okay, what's your favorite thing about podcasting? I've really enjoyed getting to know people, getting to reconnect with people, especially because, you know, with COVID, we can't really go out. So this is kind of my way of having some sort of human interaction. I also really like that people are really resonating with it and really liking this podcast, especially because I just started. So I'm really enjoying that. I think what I also failed to mention is that the reason I also started this podcast is so I can also get to know myself a little bit better. And so I think I've also really enjoyed getting to know myself throughout this little podcasting journey. What do you think you're going to like about podcasting? Evelyn. Oh, I love people. I really do. I mean, I I hate people at the same time sometimes, but I love people. (laughs) And so I love just seeing different perspectives and having conversations. I am a big talker. I talk like when my friends talk, we talk for hours. We talk all the time, especially when we get rolling on a certain topic or conversation. And I feel like that's what a podcast is, is that, you know, you're just having conversations with other people that are like knowledgeable and different expertise and you learn, you learn about yourself, you learn about them, you learn about a topic. And I think that's really cool. It's always good to expand your knowledge and expand your brain. And, and podcasting is a great way to do that. Hey, last question. Yeah. Have uh, you learned from doing your podcast? I feel like that we just answered it. I think I'm getting to learn myself a lot better about this podcast. I'm also getting to learn like, we're all so different, you know, like as humans, we're just all so different. Like our insecurities are different. Our strengths are different. It's just so interesting because I've said it so many times, but like being human is so complicated. Interacting with humans is complicated. It's not as easy as people think it is, you know, probably explains our dating culture. But anyways, that's for a different conversation. This is my creative juice. This is how I'm creative. This is how I'm expressing myself. I'm excited to see what else I'm going to be able to learn about myself and other people from doing this podcast just to wrap up this episode i'm going to read some little reviews and messages you guys have sent so thank you so much yo your podcast is fire you are intelligent well spoken clearly well educated and articulate you have a good pace no stumbling or excessive filler words uh or ums good personality slash presence and your voice is easy on the ears not annoying at all i think you're really onto something and i look forward to hearing more of yours and others perspectives thank you you don't hear the us and ums because i edit them out <laughs> hey girl just started listening to your podcast and i love it makes me want to start my own i'm looking forward to listening to future episodes thank you so much you should totally start your own podcast let me know when you do we you will have our support here from the self-conscious podcast have really enjoyed listening to your podcast but can't help but to ask if you will be diving deeper with these upcoming episodes i guess i'm curious to know what else is to come wishing you luck and intrigued to hear more episodes I'm not going to lie, after this episode, the following episodes leading up to the final episode of season one, they are going to get intense. We are going to talk about some serious topics, as well as in season two. It's not always going to be laughs and giggles. Like sometimes we will be talking about serious topics, as we should be. I think what you're doing with your podcast is brilliant. I love that you're being so vulnerable. Thank you so much for sharing your struggles with us and your guest co-hosts as well. Truly appreciate you talking about the conversations as you say we're self-conscious to discuss. Looking forward to more episodes. Thank you for sharing with us about your sibling. My heart goes out to you and the rest of your family. Thank you for being brave and sharing a part of who you are with the rest of us. I look forward to listening to your episodes as I always end up feeling inspired or motivated, but especially validated and understood. Thank you for being someone out there that gets me in a way. I can't tell you how excited I was to know that this is a podcast hosted by a Latina, soon to be two Latinas. I hardly ever listen to the podcast, but yours was suggested and I've enjoyed listening to your episodes since. Thank you for being raw and honest with us. Really inspired by you and looking forward to hearing more episodes. And just the last one I have here for you guys. There's others, but I don't want to boast, but there's like others, but these, you know, we got to wrap up this episode. (laughs) I love your podcast. I think it's unique and different and something that was needed. It's amazing. You started this with everything that happened to you in 2020. You've brought something to the table that can't be ignored. I'm honestly inspired by you as I'm sure many other Conchitas are as well. I'm looking forward to where you will take this podcast and with the addition of a new co-host, I think it will bring a new element. I'm excited for what you two will be talking about in future episodes. Those are all so nice. I know. Thank you so much. Like, uh, like I said, this podcast, it was an idea 
and it's blown up and I'm so happy that it has and I'm so grateful to all the Conchitas out there and to all the new Conchitas we have coming on and excited for where this is going to go and excited for the addition of Evelyn as my new co-host in season two how that's going to play out I think this is only the beginning Well, that wraps up the episode. Thank you so much to all the Conchitas for submitting your Q&A questions. I really enjoyed answering them along with my new co-host, Evelyn. Again, she's joining us on season two. So excited to bring her on. Thank you again for also the birthday celebration wishes. I appreciate you guys so, so much. I do want to thank Evelyn for joining me on this Q&A episode. It was an opportunity for you guys to get to know her a little bit better as well. And thank you to Evelyn for now officially being a member of the self-conscious podcast team ah that's so excited i'm so like i said before guys i'm super excited to be here i'm so glad that i'm doing this with stephanie i cannot wait to see where this all goes and i can't wait to like get to know all of you guys too if this is gonna be just so great starting off the year with a bang and if you guys want to still get to know our new co-host a little bit better, I'm going to go ahead and give Evelyn a chance to shout out her social media account pages. We did say them in season one, episode two, but just for reiteration, go ahead, Evelyn. Yeah, if you want to get to know me, my personal Instagram page is Exelyn, uh, E-X-E-L-Y-N-N-N. And from there, you could find all my other pages, my photography page, my TikTok and everything else that goes along with that. And don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts to be up to date on what we have going on on the Subconscious Podcast, such as upcoming podcast collabs, who our guest co-hosts for each week will be, small business highlights, and so much more. Our Instagram is Subconscious Podcast, and our Twitter account is at Conscious Podcast. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Like always, I hope you resonated with this episode. I think you definitely learned something from it this this time. <laughs> I learned um, something from it. I learned something from it too. <laughs> and if you like this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the Self-Conscious Podcast. We are available on all your favorite podcasting apps. And again, don't forget to share this episode with a friend or family member. The more listeners, the better. We post new episodes every Tuesday. Eso es todo por hoy. I will see you all next week for a new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas.